good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Adam, and today, as always, and probably forever, I am talking to myself. And today I thought, you know, why, after just some conversations I've had and, and things I've witnessed and just overall reflection on life, I wondered, why do we argue with each other? And I think maybe this has just been stemming from a book that I read a couple of weeks ago called Getting to Yes. It's a negotiation book. And I think some of these things started to bleed back into my brain as I've been trying to apply them throughout my day-to-day -day life. Um, and uh, I just want to be clear on, uh, on some of these books that I've been getting. A lot of people tend to think that when you get books about negotiation or about arguing or about convincing people that they're tricks. Um, and I used to think the same thing. I used to think actually very poorly of some people who own that book, um, you know, how to get what you want, how to make friends and get what you want, um, which I haven't read, but I plan to. And I realized that it doesn't necessarily have to be about tricking people into doing anything. Um, from what I've understood from just reading this first book uh, is that it's about understanding why people react the way that they do. And that's the whole point is is to understand, is to communicate more effectively, is to be better at talking to one another and getting results. And this is the most important part, getting results that both people can be happy with when it's all said and done. I think more to, more often than not, we are so obsessed with, um, with trying to win, with trying to beat that person, with trying to make sure that somebody comes out on top as opposed to both of us coming out on top. Even if one person may get more of the pie than the other, the fact is everybody gets pie, everybody gets cake, whatever desserts that you do or don't like, everybody gets that thing. Everybody gets broccoli if you're a broccoli person, which if you are, stop it. Broccoli's just like pickles or devil, f <laughs> devil foods. <laughs> That's right, I'm making a sound bite out of that. Hey, listen. Broccoli and pickles are devil's food, and you do not need them. Anyway, so, <laughs> uh, but why do we argue? See, that was me trying to start an argument. That was me right there. Uh, and then I'd have to find a way to tell you all why broccoli and pickles, I keep wanting to say devil's fruit. I'm just going to call it devil's fruit, even though I know they're not fruits, because it sounds better. But broccoli and pickles are the fruit of the devil, all right? And so I'd have to convince you why that is, or at least for you to understand why I believe that, even if you'll never agree. Um, find a way for us to resolve that issue so that way we don't escalate the argument. Now, I'm not trying to get anything from you. I just want to be heard. So then you'll be like, okay, well, I can see why maybe he thinks broccoli and, and, and cucumbers and pickles or whatever are nasty. I still like them, but I guess now I understand that I won't try to shove them in his face. Because a lot of people get angry when you don't like foods that they like. You know, like, you ever have that person where if you're at a restaurant or, or if you're at a family dinner or something and someone's like, hey, you want to you wanna, you wanna try the, um, I don't know, the three bean salad? Like, oh, no, no, I don't, I don't really like really like beans and who knows maybe they're just picky eaters and maybe there's a bad experience with beans who knows i already talked about my bad experience with rice um whatever it may be maybe they're picky eaters but maybe they're not ready yet but you're like just try it just try it just try the just try the bean salad here i'm gonna put some on your plate here just take a bite of mine you ever have that person where you're just like just try it just try it you're like get the hell out of my face dude you know that's them trying to win because they feel insulted that you don't like something that they like so now they're just like, well, now you have to see it from my perspective. And right there's the point. It's not that 
they they want to win. They want a win or they want to win, but more so than anything, even if they don't realize it in the moment, they want to be heard. They want to be understood, and they want to understand why you don't like a thing that they love. You know, that's why people argue on YouTube half the time. How dare you insult Game of Thrones? How dare you? <laughs> How dare you say that the thing that I love is stupid and only has boobies, and that's the only reason to watch it? Actually, I've never seen more than an episode, so I can't say that, but they were boobies in the first episode, which they just come right out. Boobs are swinging. My goodness. And, and man bums. Male bums. Didn't seem bold enough to show man man junk on there, but hey, listen, the way I see it, if you're gonna show stuff, show stuff, you know? Anyway, um, but wieners are not very attractive. I don't care what anybody says. I'm getting off the topic. Anyway, see, we could debate all day, but what's the point, right? So I want to go over a little bit over, like, why do we argue? What are some ways that we can de-escalate the situation? What are some ways that we can try to be better communicators for ourselves and for those that we love and for potential friends, acquaintances, lovers, whatever, in the future? Now, um, I'm going to base some of this knowledge off of my own experience, some of this knowledge off of the book that I was reading, and some of this knowledge off of just some articles that I have open for me. I actually have quite a few uh, open today, so if you hear me clicking a lot, my microphone is uh, annoyingly close to my, uh, to my mouth, so I apologize ahead of time if you hear me doing this, because I'm just clicking around, baby. Um, so, this first article was from Psych Psychology Today. I've actually referenced them a few times. I really like, uh, they have very concise information. It's easily consumable. Um, and, you know, you can understand it for the most part. It's not like these scholarly written dry articles that you're just like, man, you really, you really gotta love psychology to, to, to read this shit, right? And so, um, they talk about, um, there's something that they call their cognitive model of emotions and why people what their reactions are when they feel threatened. Um, and it all comes down to a belief that you need to be right. Like, that's that's more often than not, you know? And some of it is your lizard brain kicking in, where when you feel threatened, either you're going to run away, because we all know people who just won't argue at all, ever, even if it's something that they're passionate about, because they don't want to fight. They're scared. Whether, you know, it may be because they want to preserve the relationship. That may be true. But sometimes it could be just because they're frightened, and their flight or fright, their flight or fright says, no, that's not it. Fight or Flight, there it is, got it. <laughs> Fight or Fright is a, a new um, Goosebump book coming up. Um, and so what that means is, you know, they, they will run. They would rather escape the situation because they're uncomfortable versus stand up for something that they believe in or make a point that's important to them. You know, whether it's like, I want a raise, boss says no, uh, you know what, cool, no big deal, thanks for at least hearing me, and they walk away, right? Instead of being like, hey, you know what, I understand that you might say no, but um, I've been working really hard here, and these are things that I've provided for the company, uh, and this is the work that I put out or whatever. Like, can we can we talk more? Can we negotiate to see if there's another way that I can convince you? You know, but but that's uncomfortable for a lot of people, and so they run. Uh, and then there are the people who fight, and you're just like, listen. <laughs> It's either I ain't taking no for an answer or I'm taking something from you because you are taking my pride. You're challenging my pride right now and I can't have that, right? Especially if you have to save face. Like, saving face is so important in an argument. Um, and, like, you don't want anybody to feel inferior. You don't want anybody to feel, you know, and you certainly don't want to feel inferior. You don't want to feel like you've lost anything. Um, and so, uh, not only do you have to try to save face in front of the person that you're having an argument with or a negotiation with, 
but if anybody else is around to witness it, that can be very embarrassing or can kill a lot of your cred or your or your stock in, in someone's friendship, company, whatever that may be. They may lose some sort of respect for you or at least feel bad for you. and what, Or maybe nothing will happen at all, but you are going to feel that way. You're going to think, oh, they're going to look at me like, oh, poor, poor Adam, he got chewed out by the boss today. Or, you know, poor... Poor Jill, you know, she, she tried so hard to get that raise and she doesn't look happy when she came out of the boss's office. Or, ah, oh, poor so-and-so, you know, he asked that girl out and in front of us all and he got turned down. He must be super embarrassed. Um, you know, like, that's what people think that other people will think, <laughs> ultimately, right? So, what do, what do we do about that, right? So, so let's get back on track here, Adam. So I'm going to do a little quote here. Um, it says, In an argument, your appraisal that you're losing, your belief that you need to be right, and the extent to which you like that other person can all have an impact on the emotions you experience. So, meaning, you, you, if you're arguing with a total stranger on the internet, you might get a little ticked off, and you'll want to be right. That can be significantly different to when you're arguing with somebody who you love or who you have a good connection with. Not only now do you want to be right, but you feel like this person has challenged you on a more emotional level because they know you better. And holy crap, does that not sting if you feel like you've lost at the end of it. So, if, if, we, if, if we have this belief that, that we need to be right... How do we go into that argument trying to be right? First of all, you know, let, let's kind of make sure that we're we're on the same page. So keep in mind, and I'm also going to make a direct quote from here because I think it's almost exactly what I would say. And it says, keep in mind that winning an argument doesn't necessarily mean the only one who's right. If your goal is to resolve a conflict, then to win means you might lose. So you... You got to go in there thinking like, all right, what is winning? Is winning preserving this relationship, preserving my friendship, this whatever, and making sure that I can continue to have a working or an emotional or whatever relationship with this person, then maybe the right thing to do is to maybe not win at all, right? Or if you, if you, if you want to win, there are things that you may have to give up in order to win, right? In the book I was referencing, uh, Getting to Yes, they talk about building a golden bridge for, for the person to walk across. And essentially the idea is you're, you're inviting them from wherever they're, they're holed into, wherever their foxhole is, you're inviting them to leave their, their foxhole and come across this golden bridge where everything is okay, where everything's all right they can save face they came out on top we came out on top we crossed the bridge together you're saying hey over there across this bridge is like where happiness is how can we get there and this is this is what we need to figure out what is over there for both of us right so uh so if you're gonna go in there uh and and have an argument you know you, you might not go into a, a conversation expecting an argument but some of us do you may think all right i should probably know my crap um, have you ever been, have you ever been, uh, called out on like a movie quote that you're so sure was correct? Or have you ever corrected somebody on a movie quote and turned out to be wrong? You know, like the famous hello Clarice from, 
from uh, Silence of the Lambs when it's not Hello Cla Clarice at all, but that's what everybody is so sure it is. Um, uh, or, or music lyrics. How many times have you have you corrected somebody with a music lyric or they've been like, actually, it's this. Or they'll sing it again in front of you just to correct you. And you're like, ooh. And then you have to go and look. If you're going to start an argument, listen, l let's just say this. Let's just say that you're singing a song and someone says, well, actually, it's this. You might say, hmm, maybe it is. Right? That's the first thing, is you assure them that they could be right. But then you're going to go look. Before you get angry, you're going to go look and be like, all right, well, let's just make sure. Right? Before you start an argument. Or otherwise, you'll be like, no, 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 I know that's what this is. I've been singing this song for years. I've heard it. I'm the, I'm the biggest fan. I know what it is. This is what it is. And then you turn out to be wrong. Then you look like a dickhead right or even if you're right you still look like a dickhead because yeah they started it by saying that's what this is but then you have to make a decision do i want to argue about this first of all <laughs> do, do i need to be so right about something that's not going to have any impact on my life anything at all right uh so you want to come in with facts and if you don't have facts you want to be able to gather them before you decide that there's going to be an argument in the first place and you may find that once you get those facts that maybe they're either humbling facts and you don't want to argue at all um, or you can get those facts and then at least when you're going to go in say you know what actually I looked it up uh, and I can see why you would think that that's what the lyrics are but they really are this and I found them on this website and then I checked them on another website uh, on the official page just to make sure or whatever right that's a much safer way than be like no 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 bastard so the other thing is when you're in an argument with somebody you want to be able to see their perspective I think the most important thing when you're having an argument or when you're fighting or when you just things just feel like they're about to explode is that you need to understand that you're arguing with a human being who has feelings and beliefs and whether you think they're wrong or whether they think they're right or if it's just a mixture of the two between both of you you have to understand that you need to step into their mental state and understand why it is that they are so firmly in place right now. And if you can't get there, then you're never going to resolve the issue in a healthy way, and it's just going to keep coming up and creating a vicious cycle. Take that. <laughs> so, whenever you go into this argument, you may have, um, people might feel... Like they're being threatened, right? Like, again, if their beliefs are being challenged, they may feel threatened or they might even develop some anxiety. Anxiety is a lot more common nowadays. Um, and then you have those people that just get super pissed and they get annoyed and they're just like, all right, like, why are we doing this? What is going on? Um, you know, and they may have information that you don't have uh, or whether they do or maybe you have information that they don't have. But instead of lording it over them, understand them, ask good questions. Um, and if and if they just plant their feet, if they really plant their feet and they say, this is the way it is, I'm not backing down, that's it. Then the first thing that you want to do is ask questions, right? Instead of being like, well, you're being stubborn, you're being this, you want to ask questions. The one that I found that's very effective is when you ask, what makes that fair? Right? What makes that fair is a very good question because it is not a yes or no question. It is a broad question. And if they say, I don't know, then you're like, well, then I don't understand like why you can't hear me out if you don't even know why you're digging in the trenches so deeply in the first place. You know, what can, what can I do to understand better about what you want? And that's another question. What do you want? 
what are you trying to gain or what are you what are you afraid of losing you know or another question is what do you think that I want you know have I not been clear about what I'm trying to do because maybe in this whole fracas I have said something that made you feel a certain way or maybe you maybe you heard it differently because maybe I said it when I was angry or maybe I said it in a way that I didn't realize could be misconstrued right asking questions is a really good way to de-escalate a problem and so again you're trying to understand their perspective you're trying to see it from their thing when you have to be genuine about it like you really need to care uh, you really need to give a shit if if you care about this relationship if you care about this person or even if you don't even if it's somebody on the internet you know and I said in an episode a long time ago that you don't have to know somebody to care about them and I truly believe that I really really do even if you don't love them, I mean, you can't love somebody that you don't know to a, a degree. You can love that they exist. You can love that they have personality. You can love things about them. But you can still care about them, right? And so, even if you're arguing with some random schmuck on YouTube or a Facebook comments or whatever, right? The best thing you can do is just be like, you know, why? <laughs> why, why do you feel that way? Ask questions. And I'm not saying that these are silver bullets that are going to make you win, right? The whole point isn't to win, it's to understand. And by the end of all this thing, you may still come out of the argument being like, I don't know if we made it anywhere or not. But the chances are, at least you're going to come out of it understanding why it happened in the first place. And listen, you know, they say that, you know, that those who don't know their history are doomed to repeat it, right? And at least in this situation, you'll understand more about what happened in that conflict to avoid do, making the same mistakes or the same um, cardinal sins in every argument uh, the next time that may happen, whether it's with that same person or with someone else. And that's what I've been finding. Because sometimes, you know, you learn this new catchy thing or you read this new book and you're like, oh, that's a good idea. I'm going to try that. And then it doesn't work. And you're like, huh, either now I feel stupid or this book is stupid because the thing that I, they told me to try didn't work, right? Or um, that person challenges you and they're like, why are you talking this way? What is going on with you? They may be upset, but again, you you got to keep your cool. You got to understand that these aren't, these aren't tricks. These are ways for you to communicate more effectively. And uh, I can't stress that enough because I personally had a situation uh, recently because uh, a coworker of mine noticed that um, that I've been reading this book. Uh, I read it at work, and so when um, when we got into a little a little bit of an argument, just just a, a a little baby one, you know, and I asked the question, you know, actually no, I didn't ask the question. What I said was, I see why you say that, you know, because like I'm trying to realize that, like, okay, I see that maybe she said this thing because she thought I did this, and so she'd be like, oh well, I thought this was this, and um, you know, it seems like blah or whatever. And, you know, my reaction is from reading this book for so long was to say, I see why you say that. However, this is what I think. And she'd be like, what are you doing? Is this just one of your tricks from your book? You know, and, and, and that's always a problem is because now sometimes she doesn't trust when we have a debate because she thinks I'm trying to trick her. And I had to approach her later when she was more calm. And I had to say, look, I promise that I'm not trying any tricks. Actually, I got this book because I want to communicate better, and I don't think it's a bad thing for me to understand why you felt the way that you did. Now, you know, and I brought it back. I said the same thing. I said, I understand. I just tried rephrasing it. Sometimes rephrasing helps a lot. And you say, 
instead of saying I understand why you say that because she hears that as a as a as a key phrase now that she gets pissed when I say so I had to change it and I said you know I understand what that may look like because I have this book I I realize that you may think um, that I'm trying to use these little one one button tricks to get you to do something um, however what I'm actually trying to do is make sure that I understand you better so that way our arguments don't last very long or that way we both can win and we're not just trying to be right all the time and she she looked at me and she says well I still feel weird when we have discussions now when you know because I know you're reading that book um, and I said what can I do to make you feel better about it because we're obviously we're going to argue sometimes obviously we're going to debate things or we're going to try to work on a project together that's going to involve us having different opinions so I was like what can I do to what can I do to make you feel better right and so we continue that conversation until we finally found a, a, resu- a result that, that worked or at least the way that we could end the conversation amicably without uh, without uh, things getting weird right and ultimately all I had to do was rephrase she said you know I just know when you use certain phrases now what you're doing and so ultimately I said would it help if I tried <laughs> you know because I because I, I, I said I believe in them and I've been finding that they are good ways for me to take a pause when I'm having an argument and not to get so angry and I said so I'd like to be able to keep using them at least for my own uh, personal comfort and I said um, so would it help if I tried to, if I thought a little bit longer and tried to I essentially I admitted that I said if I phrase things differently so that way they don't seem so scripted you know would that would that be okay and she says if I don't notice it then it'll probably be fine and I said okay well then I will try that that way I can keep trying these things because I'm finding that they're emotionally helpful for me um, and they're helpful for a lot of um, for my own processing of like is this worth it um, and what can I give up um, but you know so I got to hold on to that and she got to hold on to the, her comfort of not always trying to guess everything that I'm doing right she may still do that from time to time but she's not nearly as upset about it she doesn't call it out as much she's not as afraid to have a conversation with me um, and it's mostly another tr- um, I almost said trick and I guess this is kind of a trick that I've been using is I've been hiding the book you know because I still read it on my lunch break so I hide it like you know underneath a stack of papers or in my desk or something just so that way it's not always in sight because a lot of our conversations happen in the break room so if she doesn't see the book dangling there I think it's less in her mind and I don't want her to feel tense when we're talking right but again that whole thing that that whole conversation well I should say this this whole concept is about understanding that we don't have to win we both have to win right it's not that when I say we I mean like as an individual right one person doesn't necessarily have to win when I say we in a second sense it's that we whoever are in the argument we both need to win we both need to feel like we have gained something and lost little right and um, that's why sometimes these things can seem like tricks so ultimately if you want to have more control than an argument you have to have more control over yourself if you can't calm your own emotions and tell yourself 
I care about this person and I want this conversation to be successful and I want us both to come out on top and I don't want anybody to walk away angry. I need to talk to myself first and understand why I'm angry, what do I want, and then I have to understand what they want. And if you can do that, I mean, that's already a huge step. That's Then that's just you becoming a better person and a more thoughtful person. And who the hell doesn't want to be that? Bang. All right, so moving on. Um, the, there, there are other things. I'm going to reference a few other things here, but... Uh, the whole idea um, kind of comes down to in the Psychology Today arg- article is, uh, you know, they talk about keeping your emotions under control. So I've already touched on that. Um, one thing they say that's really nice, they say to remain hopeful that the argument can be resolved. So, you know, sometimes if, if things get heated or, um, you know, you, you may not have a way out and you're constantly locked in eternal battle, um, you know, sometimes sometimes you had to think outside the box sometimes you have to walk away from it and then come back to the conversation later when everybody's cooled down but remain hopeful I mean, remain hopeful to yourself being like all right i know we can resolve this i just need to walk away from it for a while and maybe we just need to think about it some more um um and i, I personally say it out loud i'm like you know what it seems like we're not finding a, a way to resolve this together right now and i'm getting angry uh, and I, you know, and I don't want to be angry, and I, I don't blame you. I'm just angry that I can't figure this out, um, and that we can't figure this out. Um, so I'm gonna okay, step away from this for a little while. Can we come back to it? Because I, I feel good that we're gonna figure this out. I just think that we're banging our heads against the wall right now. Can we come back to it? Right? Something, something that just says like, I need to walk away for a bit. Let's come back and, and hit this again because I want us to succeed. Right? And you gotta start using a lot of we and us. Uh, when we have these conversations because you have to um, in, in the book I was reading they talk about sitting on the same side of the table right so instead of talking across the table you know in a negotiation or a debate or whatever you want to bring them to your side or, or you want to go and sit beside them right whether it's physically whether it's you know just hypothetically or or metaphorically the idea is that you want to sit on their side you want to be their friend you are on their team because and you, and you should want to be, um, especially if it's somebody that you care about. You know, you want to be on their team. You want to help them. You want them to help you. You want to resolve this problem, right? If you think of it as uh, me versus you or us versus them, then it's it's almost never going to be resolved the way that you want. And someone's going to come out hurt um, or feeling like they've lost too much. And nobody wants to lose. And, and it's not even about losing the competition. It's not even about losing the game. It's about what you've lost during the game. It's what you've lost during the competition or the argument. Whether you've lost respect, like I mentioned earlier. You've lost credibility. You've lost self-esteem. You've lost what confidence you've had left in this argument. You've lost, or what, you know, they may feel not only that they've lost those things, but maybe they've, maybe after all these traumatic things that have happened to them in their life, or maybe past experiences, whatever have you, Maybe a certain thing that you guys argued about, whether it's something that they feel like they're an expert in. If they had to give up just because they were tired, they may feel like they've lost some modicum of um, knowledge or, or pride in something that they thought that they were versed in. You know, I have a friend that I challenge all the time because he's always he always has to be the expert about everything. He always has to be, and especially with me, he always has to try to try to he always has to try to make me feel 
or look stupid in front of our friend group because he just has this we have this weird rivalry since we were kids right and sometimes I feel like I don't know if he realize he does it on purpose then sometimes I'll challenge him on things that I know he thinks he's good at and I always feel bad for it because like whether whether I come out on top or not I never feel good about it afterwards and I hate when I do it I, I'm so mad at myself I'm just like why are you trying to hurt your friend like yeah it gets annoying sometimes but like he's still your friend right <laughs> just ignore it like don't don't show that you're you're getting annoyed because like you're here to have a good time I always get so mad at myself uh, when, when, when this things happen so you always have to remain hopeful and, and positive that things are gonna be okay and that you're gonna figure it out or maybe this whole thing just isn't even worth it right and ultimately you need to respect who you're talking to because you know again like I said earlier no matter what you do some arguments just aren't going to be resolved the first time or maybe even the second time around and you have to be okay with that but you have to be okay with understanding that they have needs you have needs and you have to respect those needs because you're not them and whether you think their needs are silly or not they believe that they're good needs and so do you about yours they may seem to think the same thing about you why does he or she think this that doesn't make sense to me and if that's the case, then you have to go back to what your needs are, right? And so, you know, kind of kind of moving around this a little bit, um, uh, the one thing from the book that I, I pulled back up here that I wanted to quote was they say, you should focus on interests, not positions, right? And this is one of the principles in the book about um, uh, being better at communication. Um, as they say, it's about... It's about the position that parties hold and the interests that led them to that position. Um, they recommend that you focus on interests behind the position that each party holds. Both parties should discuss their interests and keep an open mind on the other side of the argument. It is crucial to put yourself in the shoes of the other side to try to understand why the other side is acting why they are, or rather, why they are not. Um, the most powerful interests are basic human needs, and that is like one of the most powerful things that I read was the most powerful interests are the our basic human needs uh and this all comes from something right we all you know have you ever been stuck in this vicious cycle of you know if you're in an argument and somebody smiles and you're just like "Ooh, that son of a bitch oh that bastard oh that dickhead you know now they're now they're just smiling they're making fun of me they're laughing at me they're they they you know, they think how I feel is stupid. They think they're right already. Already, they think they've won. What? What a joke! What a dickhead! Oh, I don't even care. I'm just. I, I want to fight now. I want to make them feel like shit. You know, you ever have that? Like, and no matter who it is, especially if it's like a relationship you're in. You know, your partner may do it. Your best friend may do it. Your boss may do it. And like, you're in an argument, all of a sudden they smile. You know, I had an episode before about like using humor to silence pain sometimes I do it and I don't I don't realize I'm doing it but I'm smiling because I'm trying to make myself feel better um, and you know sometimes that when people get angry about that it could have been something happened years ago or maybe like their father every time they would be mean to them would smile at them afterwards and maybe just that little thing that they don't realize stuck with them for their whole entire life and you know when you smile and they freak out and you're like you're like I didn't even do anything like why are you and they're like, oh, you're laughing at me. And you're like, what are you talking about? I'm not laughing at you, right? Like even that, like little things like that get you stuck in this vicious cycle where these things just like reignite these dark feelings or these angry feelings. And typically you're so red hot at that moment that you don't want to resolve the problem. You're just angry. You want to fight. And and I bring these up because you want to be aware of them. Um, 
because uh, they, that's already a stumbling block. And so that's that's you got to focus on the human side of this argument, right? Is is a lot a lot of times we only see what we believe are facts or what we have have as opinions that we believe also are facts. Um, and I think this comes back to what I was saying earlier, where you got to say, what do you want out of this? What it, or or can you tell me why you're reacting this way? And if they say, well, you're smiling at me while you're you know, again, this isn't even getting to the to the re- resolution yet, but this is trying to understand like why there's even heat in the first place. You know, can you tell me why this why you're reacting like this? What did I do? What what happened? Did I miss something? Right? What, what what's common with all those things and this what I just said? They're questions. They are questions, right? Instead of why are you being a dickhead, <laughs> you're saying, can you tell me why 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 we're having this conversation? Why why are you angry? I don't understand. Um, you know, uh, and then, and then when you, when you're finally discussing, you have to understand like, look, your first, your first idea need not be, let me tell you what I think you're doing wrong. Your first thing, first of all is, yeah, there you go. First thing, first of all, take that is what do I want? Think about what you want. And, you know, if you can, if you can calm yourself in this conversation, because if you can't put what you want aside for a minute, you're not going to be able to hear what they want, because you're going to be so obsessed with shouting what you want, with what you need, right? And, and so you need to understand, like, look, I will get what I want out eventually, but I don't have to make it clear now. I need to understand what they want. And if they ask or if there's an opportunity, I'll share what I believe, right? And then, you know, because then you're thinking about your own human interest, but you're putting them aside for a minute because you care about theirs. And that's when you say, all right, what what do they need? What are their human needs that just will make them more comfortable and that I can understand what they want? Because sometimes the shittiest thing about this whole process, the shittiest thing about having a conversation with somebody that ultimately leads to an argument is that a lot of the times we both want the same damn thing. We're just saying them in different ways. And you'll realize you fought for a freaking hour just to realize that you both wanted the same thing and that you could have had it by now. You both want pie, but one of you guys calls it a flaky dessert and the other one calls it circle cake. And you're just like, I don't want circle cake, I want flaky dessert. And then when you come right down to it, you're like, oh, wait, that's pie? Wait, that's what you call pie? Ah, crap. Well, let's go get pie, I guess. I'm not even in the mood. But anyway, that's the idea, right? So understand what they want, because sometimes it may be what you want. And even if it isn't, you may find a way to think, well, maybe I could do, do? That was me saying deal and do. Maybe I could deal with some of that, or maybe I could enjoy some of that. Let me share what I want. So when it comes right down to it, you, it the, the biggest things are, you want to ask questions, you want to understand, Ask them what makes it fair if you think they're being super irrational or if they're really digging in the trenches and they don't want to, they're planting their feet, they don't want to move on a, or budge on a situation, ask questions. Ask a lot of questions. But you have to do it sincerely. Understand why. Um, and ensure them that they are right to believe what they believe. Right? Even if you don't dis- if you don't agree with it, it's okay. It's okay to allow them and t- to assure them that what they believe is right right now because trust me if you tell somebody whether it's religion whether it's their politics whether it's how they just feel about a tv show 
right now that is what they believe and if you challenge their beliefs they will fight you tooth and nail every day because who the hell are you to tell them what they believe is wrong right because it's not about facts it's about belief it's about opinion it's about your your heart being in something and if you challenge that they'll never listen to you they'll never understand you and you'll be locked in eternal conflict and that sucks so pull your finger out of your ass <laughs> so show them that they're right in what they believe and then try to understand why they believe it and then share what you believe and what you believe and see if you can find some way to come to a mutual understanding or at least an agreement or maybe you just might agree to disagree ultimately it may just come down to that you know what I understand why you feel that now thank you for sharing thank you for telling me thank you was a very good word or a couple of words to use I appreciate you telling me I hope that what I told you was educational that maybe you can understand me a little bit better now maybe that's what you believe and this is what I believe but let's just both agree disagree on that subject but also agree that we're still friends and that I still care about you and that I'm excited to see you tomorrow at the birthday party and there we go <laughs> um, so there's just a few a few ideas of of uh, of why we argue how do how do we get past it what are some ways that we can negotiate better with each other and to understand one another because ultimately I think that's what it's about the more we try to understand each other, the more we try to see from other people's perspectives, sincerely and genuinely, I think that we'll fight less, we'll love more, and everybody will be able to go have circle flaky dessert and circle pie or whatever it was that I said earlier. <laughs> Let's all have flaky dessert and circle cake. That's what it was. So, yeah, that's it. A little bit longer episode today, but thank you for making it this far with me. Uh, sincerely, I've been really excited uh you know whether it's one listener five listeners or 20 um i'm just excited that people like it uh and um i have an instagram now and a facebook page now and a twitter account now um so come find me just look for shares a lot you'll see me uh i think my twitter handle is adam shares a lot and then the other ones are just shares a lot i don't remember but you'll find it there's nobody else called shares a lot that i know of um although i haven't done a lot of research quite frankly but anyway, uh, if you want to find me on there and interact with me, that'd be great. I'd love to hear from, from you guys. And, and, you know, I post post some memes and some videos and some questions and stuff on there to kind of follow up. And I'm also looking for more ideas for future episodes. And I'm also probably going to open up a little bit of a bit of a, an art um, survey here pretty soon. Um, so, you know, I'll let you know if I decide to do that or not. But anyway, wrapping this guy up. Sincerely, you guys are great. Thank you so much. Uh, really, it really does mean the world to me. And um, in the meantime, as always and forever, I hope that you, my friends, are taking care of your mind, taking care of that heart, and most importantly, and I mean this sincerely, taking care of each other. And I hope that you have a goddamn good day.